You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's you, and it's Chris Meany, and I know it's Thursday. We're not usually here, but there's games, so we are here for you because it's a full slate of games. We've got day games. we got night games. we got all kinds of games. we got reindeer games. we got it all. And we're going to break them all down for you. We're coming off another pretty, pretty good night. Uh, and let me also say a, a two for two night with home run calls. Chris had to uh, make a last minute change there with his. If you saw it online, he made it very clear. Yeah, follow Chris Meany. And Chris, you nailed it with Mr. Brantley. Follow the Line Star app on Twitter. Because, yeah, it was it was Jordan Alvarez. Um, we did say to fade the weather, but it was Jordan Alvarez who was scratched from the games dealing with something. Uh, but the you know the theme was lefties against Felix Pena, so Michael Brantley took care of that in the first inning with three and shots. So yeah, it's two for two. That's right. It, it was a good day. Lots of games today. as well, which is easy right. because whenever it's uh, you know, man, how good is Devers? Like, oh my he's, goodness, he's sick. Well, you know, it's funny. You could go, literally go back in the baseball black book and read my write up on Devers, which is. Why are we getting out on this guy so quickly? There are so many people just dropping like flies all over the place. Oh, this guy stinks, whatever. Everybody was falling all over themselves after the first stretch he had as a rookie. And then last year was a full season adjustment. And you know what? Great players come back and make adjustments. And he has. And he went yard yesterday. So Chris and I, two for two with the home run calls and Mike Clevenger, 12 strikeouts and a W. How about that? I mean, that's pretty much what we talked about. We talked about Eduardo Rodriguez being a lock. He was a lock for a W and he was. I mean, the only thing we weren't really on was Paddock. And it was really not because of Paddock. We like Paddock. We like yeah. the extra rest he was getting. It was just a matter of we like the Clevenger price more. And guess what? The Clevenger price was better when all is said and done. We also got Robbie Ray uh, and the Diamondbacks with the 19 runs there. Oh, my goodness. Oh How my about goodness. those D-backs? Yikes. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, Escobar, a couple home runs. The big takeaway for me, sure, Arizona, obviously, a lot of runs there. But... Texas again, another lefty. You mentioned Robbie Ray, but it's, you know, the highest strikeout rate in baseball against left-handed pitching. And just looking at some of their averages against lefties too, you know, Woba near the bottom, 25th, average 231 against lefties. It's just there's so many lefty bats in that lineup. I wonder if that's why they sent down Willie Calhoun because he didn't really deserve to be demoted, in my opinion. I thought he should be in the lineup, but nonetheless, uh, they need to get some right-handed bats in there. You mentioned Aaron Sanchez before he cut you off about Devers. So... 10 straight losses for him now. No quality starts in any of them. The last player to do that, early win in 1942. And uh, the tweet here from Stats by Stats, win bounced back to win 18 games the following season and ended up in the Hall of Fame. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah, that's not happening. I don't happening. think that's going to that happen. That is not happening. Listen, don't even start, you people. No Aaron Sanchez truthers out there. No, no way. Yeah. None of you guys. And Devers uh, has things- 25 yeah. RBI against the Blue Jays so far this season, which is pretty <laughs> oh, man, impressive. That is sweet. That is fantastic. <laughs> now, we did get wrong. John Gray was not good yesterday. He was so not good. I'll no. take the heat on that. He was not good. He had been brilliant at home. It was a smart play. I will stick by it. It didn't play. So what? Eh, what are you going to do? We tested fate uh, with the Giants is what happened. 
Yeah, we did. And the Giants said, not today, not today. And they put up 11 on the Rockies there. It's just madness what they're doing. But I, I thought it was a perfect spot to kind of go against the Giants. Yeah, same. Gray had been crazy. ERA at home was so much better than on the road. He was striking more guys out at home. The whole thing, everything pointed to the right direction there. And it wasn't. But Homer Bailey was good. So perhaps it evened out a little bit for you with the Homer Bailey because we were on him. So overall, I would say i give us a, an A-minus yesterday. Not quite A-plus, not quite A. A little A-minus yeah. because those one or two things. But still, a pretty darn good day of uh, a little on deck. And by the way, if you love on deck, make sure you're uh, subscribing to the pre-snap online star too. That show's coming soon. So go over to iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Subscribe to the pre-snap. So that way you start getting your football shows with me and Chris Meany. That's starting in just a couple weeks because, my goodness, we're halfway through July already. Football's around the corner, so get ready. So, Chris, we got some day games as well as some evening games. So let's start, uh, shall we? Are you ready to uh, rock and roll this this. Thursday slate, my friend? First game here we have is Denison Lamette and Caleb Smith. Uh, That's at 12 o'clock. Then we've got Ross Stripling and Aaron Nola. Let's start with this one because uh, I know some people are really excited about Denison Lamette and the potential about Miami. It's tournament play, fine, whatever. But to me, it's all about Aaron Nola still and this run he's been on. And uh, I just think he's going to have a monstrous second half. I think he's reminding everybody just how good he is. And now it's been it's been about a month now of Aaron Nola being awesome. The Dodgers have been brilliant. And I think, you know, you look at that price there at 10-4 over on DK and then on the FanDuel side. Uh, look, to me, Aaron Nola, Chris, when I look at him and I see, you know, I see the price. I see the opportunity. I see the fact that it's against the Dodgers and people get a little, they get a little iffy. It's 10 K on, on FanDuel. Well, it's the Dodgers. They've been red hot. They've been so good. I think Aaron Nola can get the job done. What do you think here? I think it's one of those two, actually, when looking at this, this slate between the four games, I think you, you choose a side, Aaron Nola or Ross Stripling. I, I think that's, that's the way I'm going to go. I mean, Lamette, it's amazing. He was 9K against the Braves, and now he's, you know, he's down to eight something, six eight on Fanduel against the another Marlins. huge variance, right? Six, <laughs> yeah, six eight on Fanduel. I mean, and if you want to make him the tournament arm, that's fine. But then again, like you're saying, Stripling seven on Fanduel. Yeah, I, and he's got that offense gonna, behind him for sure. And I wasn't going to go there with Lamed. I just thought it was very interesting to see DraftKings price him so highly. You're right. Everyone wants him to. Everyone is. He's got high expectations because of his striker rate. He can hit a hundred on the gun, like all, all of those things. But his command is still very, very spotty. So I just thought it was interesting that he was priced so highly against a Braves team and, and you know, against the Padres, which is a better matchup. He's a little bit cheaper. Nonetheless, I, going back to that Phillies and Dodgers game, I'm with you on Nola. I think he's the contrarian play. I think he's the tournament arm. I feel I feel decent about Ross Stripling as well. I was encouraged with his last start against the Red Sox. So. I think he can go in there and get the job done too. I, I feel like this, this is a low one of these score game. Would, would you put them together? Yeah, would you put them together in a DK? Which we we've done this once or we twice. We have done this once or like, twice. Yeah, and I feel like both times we did it, we actually came out on the better for it. Both yeah, times. so it's yeah. very rarely we'll do this. It's on like a short slate, day slate, one o'clock. You know, on a Sunday, do That's this, do that. Is, yeah. Two guys from the same game because the other big dog here on the slate is Chris Sale at 10K against the Blue Jays, which should be an automatic lock. But you know what? He's been yeah, a little spotty been, himself yeah. lately. I feel safest about Aaron Nola. I really do. I, I always feel like good pitching still always wins out at the end of the day. No matter how good a lineup is, whatever it is, I'll still put always the money on the good pitching. So for me, it's Nola. I think it is one of those weird days where you go Nola stripling. I actually kind of, I think you're onto something there because the rest of it's Keller and Detweiler and, and, and yeah, no thanks. Caleb no, Smith. No chance. No, I'm just, 
that's, I don't feel it, man. Thomas Pinone, you know, you're not going to go oppo against Chris Sale. That's just crazy. So when you're looking for offense in the day slate, what pops to you right away? Yeah, that Boston Toronto, like even the Jays, you're right about Sale. I mean, the Jays have, they've scored 13 runs in three outings against Chris Sale. And that's, that's such not three flukes. That's, that's a team that has, is seeing him well, and they're generating walks. I mean, every single outing, two of the three outings, they've had at least two walks and sales, not even really getting any strikeouts, three strikeouts and one outing against the Jays five in his last one, just two starts ago over five innings, he allowed five runs and nine hits. So we talked about Gurriel against lefties. What I say, I loved him again. I love him against lefties. He went yard yesterday. I, I like him on FanDuel as a tournament arm. Just try to be a little bit different on a four game slate and going over to probably Chicago and Kansas city, your boy Whit Merrifield again, got on base a couple times, stole, stole a base. I think there'll be some runs there. Smith is interesting though. I, I think he could strike some guys out and uh, some Padres, but that price tag at nine two is it's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it is. I'll tell you what, too. One thing to note in these games, too. AJ Reed, who got picked up after he got jettisoned uh, yeah, from the call. Astros organization, he got uh, called up right away after the All Star break, uh, and he's playing over with the White Sox. Night. And he hit a home run last night. And you know, it was after they DFA'd Yonder Alonso and all that stuff. So uh, over on the Fanduel side, AJ Reed, two point one cheap power potentially against Brad Keller. Just throwing that out there. All right, let's yeah, get into the call. evening where we got Charlie Morton at 11K against uh, Chad Green, who's going to open up that one. You got Matt Boyd, 9-8, Trevor Bauer going head-to-head. It's, you know, it's always funny, you know, all these Matt Boyd games where we always get him going head-to-head against some, some big Cleveland Indians pitcher. I feel like that's all we talk about this year. It's I know. Like some, right? It's like Matt Boyd, but it's against Trevor <laughs> Bauer or if it's against Mike Levenger or Bieber. Just like, oh, it's just frustrating. It's true. Know? It feels like it's been a good five starts in a row. I'd have to, like, fact-check that, but you're probably right. Yeah. Oh, listen, I, I feel good about Charlie Morton anywhere this year. I mean, he's 11K, though. That's my problem. 11K on the road against the Yankees. He's actually cheaper on DK. He's 10-2. So I like him a little bit more. What do you think about Morton here on this with the price on the road against the Yankees? I think I think a tournament arm for sure. We've been talking about him as the cash game lock. Every time he he pitches, he's the cash game lock. We we give him all kinds of love. Even we in spots where we like, no, we can't possibly. And then he's still great. He's just, yeah. He's so impressive. He's so impressive. Um, what another steal in, in redraft. You know, he just played the, the Yankees two outings ago and he struck out 10 like he's just that good so i have nothing bad to say about him i would shy away from yankee bats i wouldn't even try to be too cute and be contrarian i i don't want anything to do with him and i'd roll out morton for sure but i do like trevor bauer um against detroit for sure i think there's some definitely strikeout upside there for him yeah and i'll tell you what when you're looking at things too uh, going over to the Cardinals, you know, we've talked at length about to go to Hudson. Yeah, you see that and him recently, and we've been really right. And he's eight on FanDuel, but ladies and gentlemen, on DK, yeah, on DK, he's five eight. You can he's get anything you want. You can be the fat kid in the candy score with Dakota Hudson today. And I understand it's against the Reds and it's in Cincinnati, it's a tricky ballpark, blah blah blah, whatever. Dakota Hudson's been a pretty good pitcher, very quietly, and it doesn't matter at that price. It's the right price. You take a shot on DK as a secondary arm. You can pair him with Bauer. You can get all the bats you want. You can pair him with Charlie Morton. Get all the bats you want. It doesn't matter. It's 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 just brilliant. I mean, it's the yeah. way to go. I'm going to do it. You should do it. Just do it. That's <laughs> like, the play. Don't, don't, don't overthink it. 
No, absolutely. That's the play. I was waiting for you to get to that. When I first thing I saw the DraftKings when I was looking at the pricings on DraftKings was was Dakota Hudson. It's like a double like, take. Wow. So it's whatever you want to do. You want to go him and Bauer. You want to go him and Morton. You want to go Oppo real contrarian. Go him and Boyd. Go for it. We'll get to another matchup little little bit later on that you can do as well. And uh, listening to WRP, of course, I'm doing that producing that podcast at the Athletic Cincinnati. Recorded it on Wednesday evening. They don't expect Dietrich. Orson Zell to play. They're down to their third string catcher in Gratterall. So there's a lot of holes in their lineup. We know Glacius is not a good bat. There's Votto's not having a good season either. So I like the matchup. I think that 5.3 team implied total when we see Cincinnati's lineup will drop significantly to about 4.647. And I mean, now then St. Louis will be favorites. They're road dogs right now. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. All right. So the Trevor Bauer Boyd thing, just to put that one to bed too, going back to that game. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the Bauer side. You're going with the Bauer side too. Yes. I am. No. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 All right. So we just want to make sure we're all on the same page there with everything. And, and I'm looking at this one and I don't know if it's going to like it, offense is not really what I'm looking for out of this game. Uh, no, I, I the mean, Cleveland mentioned Detroit. About, no. And you mentioned about boy giving up home runs too and all that. So there's that little bit of me that kind of wants to, you know, throw some of those guys out there, but I, I don't love the guys from the right-handed side in this line. It's a big switch hitting lineup between Lindor, Santana, and, and Ramirez. But I like all those guys from the left side more. So that's why yeah, I, I kind of just fade away from that from offense. Just just look for Bauer to get out of there. Take all right, Steven Strasburg. Yeah, Steven Strasburg, the other guy there against Julio Tehran and the uh, Atlanta Braves. I'm fine with this too. If if you're saying you know what, Morton's too much for me against the Yankees. If you think Bauer's too chalky tonight, Strasburg probably is. A little less. It's a little more intimidating because it's the Braves, and the Braves have been a very good team this year as well. How do you look at Strasburg tonight in this matchup? Because he's 10-5 on DK, 10-6 on FanDuel, so basically the same price. Do you like him supported by another pitcher? Do you like him as a standalone pitcher on FanDuel? What's the approach? Um, I think I, honestly, I think I'll just fade him. I think I'll just fade go together. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm just going to go up top to those guys we've already chatted about. And then we'll, you know, we could talk about the Mets and, and giants now, or we can save it. I mean, Mad Bum and Noah Syndergaard, I think there's kind of more appeal there. I'm actually interested in Syndergaard and I want to get your thoughts on it. Giants have been just so hot. It's a tough matchup. To get <laughs> You're going to hate this. I'm going on the complete other way. You're going to go the, the other way with Bob. Are- the Giants are a juggernaut, and I'm gonna, I know, I'm gonna go. Are. Like, I know Syndergaard was better in his last outing, and we've been kind of on him about that. But dude, I'm telling you, at this point in the game, Bumgarner in that building is very tough. And then on top of that, the way that this offense has been playing, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just been really hot. Yeah, I usually run away from this kind of game. It's a coin flip, and I go, no, I don't. I actually feel much better about this game than normal. And I feel pretty good about Madison Bumgarner. And I feel really good about these these guys, too, because you look continuously at this lineup and they just keep putting up runs. Now, I know this last group was in Colorado, so you could take that with a grain of salt. But I don't know how much salt you want to take because they've been doing it. Yeah, they have been. Other places, too. I know. Now, <laughs> most recently has been in Milwaukee and Colorado. Now, they were putting up runs before that. Yeah. But do you think that it's been sustained a little bit longer because of the ballparks and some of the pitching matches they've gotten? I think so. I think it's yeah. fair to say. Yeah, they have. They've, but then again, I mean, that breeds confidence weeks. to a certain extent. Yeah, it, I, I really yeah. wanted to get your thought because I know you're a Bumgarner guy and I know you've been watching Syndergaard and I, I, I know you saw his, his last start, which was good. So I, I think I was, was just trying better. to be a little bit contrarian tournament-wise going against uh, the Giants. But 
it, we'd be silly to ignore their bats, right? I mean, they've just been so hot. So I, even that 3.5 team implied total, if you're a prop player, it's probably going to be like three. I would take that. You yeah. take the over and take that risk. But I think I have some appeal with Syndergaard, honestly, in a tournament. I'm going to have a share. There's just something there. I feel like he'll and that's, be really that's low totally fair. tonight. Yeah. It's it's totally fair. And he's there now. I'll tell you what. We can go back to the well on Mike Fires again against the Twins. I keep saying it. Twins are not quite the Twins without the straw that stirs the drink over there. And he ain't in the lineup. And when he's not in the lineup, it's just when Rosario's not there, it's just a different team. It yeah. just is. And Mike Fires, automatic, just automatic <laughs> Mike Fires yeah, until otherwise. And the price hasn't changed. 8-4. It's exactly yeah. where you want him on FanDuel. He's 8-4. He's right in the middle. And he's just 7. So if you are totally afraid of the Dakota Hudson, it's Mike Fires. It's yeah. one, one of the, the it's Morton yep. and Fires, or it's Bauer yeah. and Fires. And you can still go get all the offense you want. And I think some of that offense, I want Matt Olson. I want, you know. You should. To, Matt Chapman. I want those guys. Uh, you know, he had uh, two home runs for uh, uh, who was it? There it was it was Profar went yard twice yesterday. I mean, you know, you're just you're just getting this Oakland A team that just doesn't seem to get any respect. No respect. Give me and there are only a handful of games behind Houston. I know. I know. They're, it's they're it's right madness. there. I, I like Canada too. If he gets in the lineup, I mean, he was hitting the cleanup spot. What they did um, yesterday was move Davis, I think, to the five. And then actually he was into the sixth spot and then they had can after Olsen. He had two bombs. So, I mean, they have a lot of scrappy batters. They're right there with the angels in the bottom in terms of, they just don't strike out. This is like a, all of those guys can put together pretty strong at bats. So I, I like all of them, you know that. And Davis is eventually going to come out of it. I was listening to the Oakland A's broadcast on the way up to, to hockey Wednesday. They're talking about a couple changes in his swing and they feel like he's close. And at that price, this is the time to be on him. Like people are asking me in seasonal format, should I drop Chris Davis? Like that's, that's what people are thinking. Like, how do I get rid of Davis? I don't want anything to do with money wise. Play him now when everybody is out three, five is a really, really nice price for him. It's, it's, Look, it's coming. we've been on it. We've been on it for a week. It's three one on on Fanduel. Like wow, it's just one. just wow. keep three keep getting him in there. Just keep doing it. I know it hasn't paid yet. It's going to, and it's yeah. going to pay in a big way. And it's not killing you because it's only three one. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like a punt play. That's it. Kill. Yeah, it is. It's a very responsible punt. We like to talk about punting responsibly, and I think that's the way we want to go. Now we got to find some more offense, and I think we're going to find it against Matt Harvey. I know Matt Harvey had a very emotional outing last time. I'm going to just chalk that up to the emotional evening. I'm not chalking it up to Matt Harvey finding himself again at all, which gives me all the Jordan Alvarez, Michael Brantleys of the world. Uh, still give me Altuve hitting, you know, where he is. He's still three nine on Fanduel, so no four for him tonight. He's up to 4-2 on uh, DK side, though, but Brantley's 4-5. I think that's a great bargain for Brantley against Matt Harvey. So there's a couple spots there. I'm definitely going to take some of those Astros bats against the Angels. Agreed. Yeah, 11 runs through their first five innings Wednesday evening. So they're they're feeling it. Harvey is, uh, yeah, he's going to have a rough goal. Yeah, we talked about Jake Lamb on the program yesterday, too. He got involved in that. uh, Yeah, yeah, good day. A couple hits there. Again, 2.6 on FanDuel. Another cheap guy there. Uh, how do you approach Milwaukee on the road here, Zach Davies against Merrill Kelly? You want some pieces here of this uh, of this Milwaukee lineup on the road? Yeah, for sure. Um, absolutely. Uh, that was a great finish between the Brewers and the Braves. That's that's I think a a matchup we're going to see 
you know, in the, in the future, maybe, maybe a playoff Agreed. matchup. It uh, was a good one. I mean, the bases were loaded with uh hater on the Hill and, you know, he got out of it. It was a good finish, but I do expect some runs to be scored in this game with Kelly and Davies on the Hill. I think that, you know, there's going to be some regression for sure in Davies's game, but um, Kelly has been just, he's, he's hit or miss like 86 strikeouts in 110 innings, but he's had some outings this season where he's had double digit strikeouts and a strong showing against the Red Sox was a little bit surprising. He can fool you, but I want to attack him. He's got a high fly ball rate in Arizona. So I'm going to look for some runs here in this game, both sides of it. And I think here is a guy we've been talking. He's up to five. Uh-huh, now. That's where I was going. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's the up best to five ROI now. out there. He was hitting cleanup. Wednesday night, yeah. I know Mustakis wasn't playing, but that's how they feel about him. They he deserves to be higher up in that lineup. So yeah, and he continues to be a great value at three six over on uh, FanDuel. Just terrific there. Not so much on DK. He's five. No. He's five K. So again, it's just so drastic, and you've really got to pay attention because, like we always say on the program, what works on one side, our approach on one is not our approach on the other. Um, uh, when you're looking at DK offense wise, I mean, it goes back to that same thing where the A's continue to be cheap. Yeah, they do. Uh, they're, they're continue to be something that's in there. You continue to get some pieces of the Houston lineup that are cheap enough. Uh, obviously the San Francisco giants still cheap or by comparison for sure, especially on a night like tonight where you got guys like fires, you got guys like to go to Hudson, you can go up on some of these. And I think you should, I think you should make sure that you use one of those chief secondary pitchers. Cause you're going to need some offense tonight there to separate you because there's so many good pitchers out there that even some of these games where you have Boyd and Bauer going against each other, you have Strasburg on the mound. Like I don't expect Strasburg to give up five runs or anything like that. So even if we're not loving him DFS wise, I don't expect him to be a bad start from Strasburg. And I think, I think that's the thing where you're looking at tonight, Chris is, Hey, make sure you get the pitching right and make sure it's enough where you can separate yourself from the offense. Cause I think offense is going to be a little sparse tonight. Yeah. So looking at just some bats, uh, obviously, you know, you know, mentioned Oakland and then Houston's going to be pretty chalky and they're expensive. And we talked about Arizona, Milwaukee, good spots there, but maybe St. Louis, there's some cheap bats in there. I mean, pretty interesting. I know there's some struggling guys, but Tanner Rourke is, I mean, he's nothing special. He's given up 10 bombs to lefties, 410 Woba, 320 average, 567 slugging percentage. Uh, maybe Colton Wong has a, has a cheap little flyer there on DK. He's 3-6. Maybe Jose Martinez, you know, gets back into the lineup. He, you can, we've been talking about Goldschmidt. And he's got five homers in the past, like, 10 days. So, I mean, he's hitting the ball a little bit better. So there's a couple guys that are decently priced that you can get in there to help you out. Yeah, and it's funny because last week we were all over Goldschmidt. And you know what? The price hasn't moved that much on FanDuel. No, three, it really four. hasn't. You're still getting a huge value on Goldschmidt. I love that call, especially in that ballpark. Very hitter-friendly, which uh, brings us to the next part of the show, which is the wagering. So, Chris, what are you looking for in terms of money lines and whatnot tonight to put your money where your mouth is? All right, let's start up at the top. I like the under with the Phillies and the Dodgers. I think this is going to be a pitching duel between Stripling and Nola. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on San Diego on the road. They got decent odds as of right now with Lamette on the Hill Red Sox. I I, I guess I'm going to go the over in that game, even with Chris sale, because as I said, the Jays have just had some success. Uh, That's a sneaky one. I like that one. I think, I think you're right. I think that's a very sneaky one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Red Sox should be able to obviously, you know, put up a few themselves, uh, do their part. I like the under in the Tampa and the Yankees game with Charlie Morton on the Hill, like the under with Bauer and Boyd on the Hill. I'm going to take St. Louis. We're all in on Hudson and St. Louis right now as road dogs. As I said, they could be favorites. Uh, keep an eye. Cause I don't think there's, there's gonna be two or three guys missing from that reds lineup when it gets released. So those odds will change Jump on it. Now, Oakland, 
I, Oakland on the upset against Minnesota, Astros, and then the under in San Fran between Cindergard and Bumgarner. That's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, it's going to be fun for sure. We're going to, we're separate on that one. I can't wait to see what happens in the next yeah. one. So I know we're usually uh, yeah. right on the same page, like everything. Yeah, so it, it's fun. It's fun when we're out. on the opposite end. It does not happen often. No, it doesn't. So I, yeah. I can't wait to see what happens on Friday <laughs> show when we have to revisit and see, because one of us, you know, I feel like we're both going to be wrong. Like oh, it's big blowout. They both suck at a big yeah. blowout. It's like, you know, well, the Mets just put up 14 runs and the Giants are scoring left, right, and center with just uh, an average lineup. It's unbelievable. They just passed right. the Rockies in the standings. It's fascinating. All right, let's call our shot here. It's that time where we like to call going yard, and we're going to pick our guy to just do that. And mine today is Matt Olson. I like the lefty against Kyle Gibson. Uh, Matt Olson has light tower power. I love that about him. Ooh, and tower, uh, I always like his price as well. He's just three, eight on FanDuel. again, uh, really reasonable for what he offers in skill set wise. Again, more, more expensive on the DK side, but I really like him to go yard tonight. Uh, and, and reasonable. Cause sometimes, sometimes he goes over the five mark too on DK. He's only four, seven tonight. So give me Matt Olson against Gibson and you're going to give me a home run. Chris, who are you calling your shot with? Does it count if you pick on Matt Harvey? Like, yeah, it counts. Half, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. pick on Matt Harvey all you want. I'm an I'm a Met fan. Please pick on him, please, for the love of God. <laughs> George Springer. George Springer is my guy. Good. I know he's very expensive, five five. But hey, if you get Hudson in there, I think the way to go is Houston tonight, especially in cash. Find a way to get these guys in your lineup. Maybe you get two from George Springer because he's so expensive. He can at least give you two. (laughs) George, if you're listening, give Chris Meany two. That's all we want. And look, we were two for two yesterday, so let's keep the streak alive. We uh, were crushing it here, and our boy Nitro DFS is as well. We had a little little drought there for three days where we didn't get a home run call, and then we're back on track the last couple. So it didn't last very long. It was a short – it was a mini slump, Chris. It was a mini slump. Very tiny. Yeah, Yeah. very, very tiny. Hopefully, you know, they just keep – staying very very tiny yes yes hopefully they do hopefully they do but uh look it's been a pretty strong season calling these home runs almost so much that we were surprised ourselves like sometimes we sat back and we're like i can't believe and then dan over at line star started keeping tally of everything and then when we saw the numbers we actually were kind of shocked of, of how good it's been and we want to just roll that over into nfl man same stuff same approach we're talking about games we're talking about not just the stats, but more than that, more of the trends, more of the streaks, everything else that's going on. And uh, we were pretty good with NFL last year, too. We're going to roll that over again. Go subscribe to the pre-snap over on iTunes. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, get ready because that show is coming back in just a few weeks. But in the meantime, follow us on LineStar app on Twitter and at JoePizzaPia17 at Chris Meany and LineStar MLB. That'll do it for us. There's only one thing left to do. And that step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Minnie.